I know what you're thinking. Is it right to have the redheaded pastor preaching on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Come on. Don't worry, I will be your giant preaching leprechaun for the day. <laughs> I, I am actually excited about this morning, and I, I'm excited about the verse that we're going to study because I, I believe it is extremely important for where we are as people. It's extremely important and necessary for us in the time and in the way that we are. And, and it comes from a number of conversations I've had over the past, I mean, days, weeks, maybe even the last year or so. And one of them was a conversation with a, a woman, she's a little bit older, and just an unbelievably sweet, servant-hearted woman. And I see her almost every week, and, uh, and the last kind of few times we've been talking, it seems like every time she comes, she has a new way that the world is like falling apart. Every week, there's sort of a new way. I don't know if she's watched something or seen something, but the world seems to be kind of falling apart, and it kind of is changing the way she thinks and the way she sees the world. Another conversation was with uh, a friend of mine, and, and he's kind of a middle-aged guy, and uh, he actually has a job that makes decent money, uh, has a good family, been married over 20 years, has kids in high school that are doing pretty well. But every time I talk with him, it seems like we talk about how hard his life is that things are really hard, it's hard at work, his family situation is all these things going on that make it hard, and, and so he's struggling with just that life is hard. Another one is a, a, a woman I talked with, and, and she's in high school, a high school woman, and uh, she struggles as well because she's afraid, and she goes to a good school, and she's doing decent in school, but she actually is fearful going to school. She's afraid that she's not good enough for her family or her friends. And so as I've been having conversations with people, I've noticed a pattern that probably most people I would say I talk to feel that their life is hard. They feel that the world is, is kind of a bad place and seems to be getting worse. And they struggle with the fact that it's dangerous. The world that we live in is dangerous. And, and so there's this struggle that I see common in so many people, and even myself, I find myself kind of drifting into that way of thinking as well. And so I decided to do some research over the past month or so and, and try to look into, well, is this actually true? This idea that life is hard and the world is dangerous and bad, is it true? And, and so I, I have a bunch of statistics for you this morning. And I'm going to share a bunch of them with you pretty fast. And the reason is because I don't think you're going to believe me. I don't think you're going to believe what I found out because it was shocking to me. Because it's interesting that often the way we think is so different from reality and even further from what God has for us. So let's just look at some of these statistics. You know, we often think that our life is hard. Well, I looked up the statistics on how many hours Americans work. And in 1920, Americans averaged 58 hours of work a week. If you go a little bit further back than that, in the 1800s, Americans averaged between 65 and 70 hours of work a week. Today, Americans average about 40 hours of work a week. And I know you're going to tell me, well, that may be the average, Josh, but I work a lot more than that. Well, you're not going to like me because the statistics say that Americans actually overestimate how much they work by 5 to 10 hours per week. I can show you the article if you want. We are actually working less than most of the history of the world. Let's look at a few other ones. Did you know that we are actually living longer and have better health care than ever before? 
Did you know that we have more food than ever before? In fact, one of the biggest problems is we eat too much. We work less, have more food, and are living longer than ever in the history of the world. Oh, how about that idea that the world is bad and getting worse? Did you know that extreme poverty, meaning people living on less than $2 a day, has been cut in half in the past 20 years? Did you know that racism is down? That doesn't mean it's not there, but it's down. In fact, here's a quote. Researchers find that both conscious and unconscious bias regarding race declined significantly since 2007. Did you know that domestic violence is down? Another quote, the Bureau of Justice Statistics show that incidence of non-fatal domestic violence has declined 63% since 1994. Declined 63%, that's a lot. Did you know that the divorce rate is actually lower today than it was in the 1980s? The divorce rate has actually gone down. People like to throw out that fact that, you know, 50% of marriages end in divorce. Well, that's a bit misleading because for first marriages, it's actually closer to 30%. And if you want an even better statistic, statistics say that if you are a college-educated woman, the chance of you getting divorced in your first marriage is 20%. Things are not necessarily as bad as we seem. How about this idea that the world is dangerous? Well, you might be surprised to hear that crime is lower than it's been in the past 60 years. Violent crime, down. Burglary, down. The murder rate in 2017 was the exact same as it was in 1960. It went up in the 80s and 90s and then gone down, and now it's the same as it was in the 1960s. Terrorism, significantly lower than it was in the 1970s. Travel, Safer than ever. Do you know when the least safe year to drive was? 1921. <laughs> 1921 was the least safe year to drive. And safety got better until about the 1960s and 70s. It got worse, and then, they, and then it's gotten better. And now is the safest time to fly or drive in the history of the world. So we think, oh, my life is hard the world is getting bad, but the reality is that actually we're working less, we're living longer, we are living in a time when we have more food than we know what to do with, it's safer than ever, crime's going down, what is going on? What is going on that we live in this world where everything seems to be going so great and yet we think it's so bad? Well, that's where the verse that comes in for today. The verse that I think is so powerful and so necessary for us, and that is Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2 says this, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. What's the pattern of this world? The pattern of this world thinking my life is hard, and so I'm stressed. The pattern of this world is thinking it's bad and dangerous, so I'm fearful. That's the pattern of this world. That's the pattern that many of us are living with. And what God is saying here through Paul is, hey, you know what? You don't have to live like that. You can actually be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I don't know about you, but that sounds beautiful to me. 
That sounds beautiful, to be transformed. So we're not actually thinking this way. So they're not actually angry at so many people because they're messing up the world. And what's interesting is what God offers us is actually better than just seeing reality. Better than just actually even the statistics say. Because what God actually says is, you know what? Even if the world is hard, God is with you. And you're part of God's kingdom. And what God actually says is that, hey, even if the world is bad, God's still in control. Even if things are dangerous, God can actually give you peace and hope. In fact, the Bible is full of examples of people with their life was really actually hard and difficult. And God enabled them to have a peace and a joy throughout that. So it's so crazy. If we look at where we are, what we think, and then just kind of the reality, but then what God offers. God's saying, hey, I can transform your mind. I can renew your mind and allow you to live with a freedom from this wrong way of thinking. That sounds beautiful to me. So how do we do that? How do we actually allow God to renew our minds, to transform the way we think, not just to even just to see reality, but to actually think the way God kind of designed us to think with more hope and joy and those guys? How do we do that? Well, the good news is it's pretty simple. The bad news is simple doesn't mean easy. Because what we've done is we've developed a bad habit of thinking the wrong way. I don't know of anyone who gets up in the morning and goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to think the world is more dangerous than it is. I'm going to decide that even though my life is good, I'm going to think it's really bad. Nobody gets up thinking that way. We've developed a habit of believing lies that aren't actually true. And the problem is changing a bad habit can be simple, but not always easy. Let's say you bite your fingernails. I won't ask you to raise your hand if you do. Let's say you bite your fingernails. The, the, the solution to biting your fingernails is pretty easy. Stop biting your fingernails. But that doesn't mean it's easy for you to actually do that. You don't consciously think, I'm going to bite my nails. You just do this. It's a habit. I'm not going to ask you to share your own bad habit with your neighbor. You could, but don't do that. Changing a bad habit can be simple, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. So how does God renew our mind? And enable us to see the world the way he sees it. Well, he does it by what I'm going to say is a lifestyle of healthy mind care. And that sounds a little odd, but a, health style, a lifestyle of healthy mind care. And the reason I use this word lifestyle is because often we want sort of a magic potion or even some sort of magic prayer that just poof, all of a sudden my mind's transformed and different. And oftentimes it doesn't happen that way. What God does offer us is helpful helping us live a lifestyle that changes the way we think, and ultimately, if we change the way we think, we change the way we feel, and we change the way we act. This is what God offers us, the ability to help us live a lifestyle of healthy mind care. And you say, well, how do, how do I do that? Well, one of the first things we need to do for healthy mind care is worship often. Now, worship means just remembering who God is, what God has done, what God promises to do. 
Sometimes you think of worship as, as, as singing like we just did and raise your hands. And if you're a raise your hand singer person, I love you. I'm not a raise my hand person. I've tried it. It doesn't work for me. But I love those of you who do. But, and that's a great way. The reason we sing, sing these songs and the reason you come to church and you walk out feeling different is because it has infused some of that truth of who God is into your life. And so singing is one of the ways. Now, there's many other ways that we can worship. You know, there's many other ways that we can worship. Prayer is a very important part of worship. Spending time both listening and talking to God and sharing is just an extremely important way that we remind ourselves who God is. In the Old Testament, they used to, used to use the phrase, hey, uh, remember the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the reason they used that phrase is because they wanted to remind themselves, hey, remember what God did for Abraham? That same God is with you today. We need to remind ourselves of that. And I don't know how you worship. I don't know how you help yourself remind yourself who God is, what God has done, what God has promised to do, but you need to do it often. I mean, not just once a week, not just once a day. We're going to have to do this multiple times because our mind naturally drifts away from thinking about who God is. Again, I don't have to get up in the morning and be like, man, I'm just thinking about how great God is too much today. I just need to stop myself from thinking about all the things that God has done for me and will do for me. I just, you know, I'm just doing it too much, right? Our mind naturally drifts away from thinking who God is, what God has done, what God's will do. And so we have to make sure multiple times every day we worship, we remember who God is. That is helping us have healthy mind care. Now, the verse Romans 8, 6 says it up on the screen. To set our mind on the spirit is life and peace, right? Set our mind on the spirit of who God is, what God has done. That is life and peace. That's what God wants us to be thinking. In addition to worshiping often, what do we do for healthy mind care? Well, one of the things we do is find healthy community. Healthy community is people who understand the truth of who God is, what's going on in the world, and share that with you. They encourage you. They build you up. They support you. Now, I'm going to guess there are a few people here who have some unhealthy community around you. It could be family members. could be friends. could be coworkers. But there are a lot of us who do have unhealthy community. And, and the truth is, it is actually a privilege to be able to be a light in our unhealthy community, to be able to share God's love with people who maybe struggle to reflect it back to us. But if you're in that situation, you, you probably shouldn't, or maybe you shouldn't get out of that situation. What you should do, though, is add healthy community to it. That's what we strive to do here at, the, at Black Rock Church. I know that churches don't always give healthy community. Sometimes churches are very negative and put people down. That's not the type of church we're going to be here. And the beauty is I get to see healthy community Every week, I see it in my own community group. I see it in other community groups. I, I see it in many of the different areas from Moms of the Rock, Dads of the Rock, Seniors of the Rock, Living Free, all these different areas where there's healthy community that help us actually think the way God created us to think. Another aspect of healthy community is actually taking advantage of trained professionals that God has lifted up. If you're a person here and have ever needed to, Go see a professional counselor or doctor. That can be a wonderful step in healthy mind care. And so healthy community is essential to helping us 
think the way God designed us to think. Worship often, healthy community, and also feed your mind truth. Feed your mind truth. Another great verse there. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And what's going to happen? The God of peace will be with you. The truth is there are actually aspects of truth and noble nobility and beauty around you every day. Every day there are, but often we miss them. We don't actually feed our mind with that. One of the best ways we can feed our mind truth is also spending time in God's word, the Bible. He gave it to us so we could actually understand what truth is. And he said to us, hey, if, if you understand truth, the truth is going to set you free. That's what God is saying. Hey, I, I want to set you free. I want you to actually see the truth in the world, the beauty that's there, the nobility that's there. We miss it. Sometimes we miss it because we spend too much time with negative lies. And so part of what it means to have healthy mind care is actually limit negative lies. I want to ask you a question. How much time do you spend listening to negative lies about the world rather than the positive truth about who God is and what God is doing? I think about your week, think about your day. How much time do you spend listening, watching, talking to people about the negative lies about the world as opposed to the truth of who God is and what God is doing. Now, pastors have been known in the past to be those people who like go to like teenagers and be like, you shouldn't listen to that music. That's going to corrupt your mind. And to be honest, there's a lot of truth to that. Our student ministry does talk about things like that, and they should. But you know what I found? Probably even more. Actually, there's a statistic out there, if you're wondering, that teenagers today are doing less drugs and having less sex than 20 years ago. So even that isn't as bad as what it used to be. But what I found more recently is what I have to do is actually go to adults and say, hey, those channels you have that you're watching for hours and hours that are really negative and telling lies about the world, they're affecting you. They're changing the way you see, see things. You probably need to turn that off. You probably need to pick a different podcast to listen to. Because that one isn't help, healthy for you. Limiting negative lies. As I was looking at this and studying this, I began to go, why in the world? Why, if everything is going so well, do we think things are so bad? And then this other verse that's on the screen from John 8, 44. For Satan is a liar and the father of lies. Imagine if your mission in life was to lie to people and make their lives worse and horrible. That's ultimately what Satan and the devil is trying to do. And you had a whole group of people, like hundreds of millions of people, who were doing pretty well. They actually had more food than they knew what to do with. They were safer than they knew what to do with. They were living longer than they knew what to do with. How would you mess with them? Maybe I could get them to actually think their lives are hard. Their world is dangerous. And so they get angry and fight with each other about it. To be honest, I believe the enemy is attacking us. 
and getting us to believe these lies about the world rather than seeing who God is. And so ultimately, what God wants for us is to release us for that, from that. I believe there are people here today who need to be released from a false way of thinking. And today begins that process. One of the favorite pastors of mine, his name is John Orberg, and he's out in California, and he wrote a book. And in his book, he has an illustration about two different people and in the environments they're in and how they see the world differently. And he, he shows this by excerpts from two different diaries. Let me read that for you. The first one is from a dog's diary. And it says this, 8 a.m., dog food, my favorite thing. 9.30 a.m., a car ride, my favorite thing. 10.30 a.m., a walk, my favorite thing. 1 p.m., played in the yard, my favorite thing. 3 p.m., wag my tail, my favorite thing. 5 p.m., milk bone, my favorite thing. 7 p.m., played ball, my favorite thing. 8 p.m., watch TV with people, my favorite thing. 11 p.m., sleeping on the bed, my favorite thing. <laughs> and this is contrasted from the page from a different diary in the same household, a cat's diary. <laughs> Day 983 of my captivity. My captors continue to taunt me with bizarre little dangling objects. The only thing that keeps me going is my dream of escape. That cat and the dog are in the same house. We're living in the same world, but the truth is oftentimes we believe that it's hard and it's dangerous and it's getting worse. And the truth is that it's probably not, but God wants to take us beyond that truth. God wants to take us beyond that truth to enable us that we can have a hope and a peace and a joy no matter what our circumstances are. And he wants to begin that process that is a lifestyle of healthy mind care, of changing the way you think to see the world as God sees it. We're going to sing a song in just a minute. And the song is called Wonder, and it's about how we can see the beauty and grace and gospel in the world. Just before we do that, I'm going to ask you to go ahead to stand right now. And what I want you to do is I want to pray over us because if I'm honest, my mind drifts that way as well. My mind drifts that way as well. And I want to pray for those of us here this morning that God will begin the process of releasing us. That God will release us from this negative lies that we believe. This bad habit we have of thinking in ways that are not, not accurate and take us to a place where we actually begin to see what God is doing in the world around us. Because that's what we want to see. Right? Rather than going to work and seeing that annoying coworker, we want to go to work and go, you know what? I get to be a little light to that person. Rather than seeing the negative things in my spouse and my family, we want God to transform our mind so that we begin to see the beauty, the image of the creator of the universe that is in that person. Because the truth is, the God who created the entire universe, all-loving, all-powerful, all-knowing God, is with us every moment of every day. I'm going to ask you to close your, close your eyes for a minute. And if you are one of these people that when we were talking about kind of how the world is, if it just kind of resonated to you, the lies that you're believing, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand right now. 
and say, God, I want you to release me. So if you're a person who says, you know what? I need to be released from the lies of thinking that. I want the freedom. Just raise your hand right now so I can pray over all of us. God, you see these hands. You see the people who, God, we don't want to think this way. We're asking you to transform our hearts, transform our minds. Help us to see the world as you see it. Help us to know that you're with us every step of the way. Help us to know that you're there, that you're good, that you're gracious, that you're beautiful. God, please begin the transformation. Renew our minds today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to thank you for watching and listening to our sermons online. And we hope that uh, you will be inspired to live more like Jesus through these. Please check out blackrock.org for more information about our church. Know that you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And also uh, know that you can give uh, to BlackRock and to our ministry through PushPay, through our mobile app, and on our website. Your uh, donations and your support of our ministry allows us to have uh, these videos online and for us to impact our community.